1: You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, we got anything to talk about today?
0: I don't think so. It's going to be a short and sweet one, guys. We're just <laughs> going to pop in here, just get on out. And we're going to talk about this uh, this Cleveland Browns tie with the uh, with Marcus's uh, Steelers. Uh, we're I, gonna get, I watched we're gonna get every single.
1: I watched every single second of that game, and that was torture. I, I, <laughs> of
0: course you would. Of course you would. It's your <sighs> team, buddy. You gotta gotta
1: watch them. I get so frustrated with the Browns. Anyways, uh, coming up <laughs> on today's show, we review the Cowboys' uh, 16-8 to loss to the Carolina Panthers. And Landon, where do you want to start? Do we want to start with this offense, or do we want to start with the positive and talk about the defense? I will allow you to go ahead and make that decision. Um,
0: let's start with the offense. Let's get okay. into it.
1: Uh, yeah, so the offense struggled yesterday. Uh, end of the segment. No, uh, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys' offense... Uh, Really did struggle in the first half. They couldn't get anything established on the ground. Uh, Their offense had just 60 total yards of offense in the first half. Uh, In the second half, it got a little bit better. They had Ezekiel Elliott had a nice little score at the end on a uh, on a triple option. Um, But let's let's kind of we had this discussion pre-show about what is wrong with the Cowboys' offense, and let's just we can have it again. What do you think is going on with Prescott? What's going on with Scott Linehan? Just kind of give me your overall feel of the Cowboys offense right now.
0: Well, it's funny. We didn't have a conversation about the overall offense. We just had a conversation about Scott Linehan. But that's just because, of course, everyone's kind of falling into their natural patterns of what's going wrong. And, and when things go wrong, they fall into their narratives. And it's Look, things are certainly going wrong. It did not look good yesterday. Uh, but, I mean, I, I saw a team that didn't execute. Like I, I saw a team that that didn't look like it was, it was, it had gotten enough snaps in the preseason. I agree, hundred percent. I, I, I mean, I saw uh, uh, an offensive line. I mean, you know, like everyone can try to go out and blame just Dak or go out and blame just Scott Linham because that's the simple thing to blame, you know, in offensive football. But the things that are supposed to be great on this offense. The offensive line, the running back, were not were poor early on in this game, and and that includes Ezekiel Elliott, who was not patient with his runs. He was overrunning the the early runs. He was getting ahead of his blockers, um, and the blocking up front was was not great. Bob, like you know, I, I no they they. Uh, they were there's lots of penetration in the backfield. They weren't getting hats on hats. The penalties um, killed them too. That was the, the pe- other thing. The, uh, well, I mean that that was the main thing. You know, four early on,
1: four penalties uh, you know, between the two tackles.
0: Yeah, they were so it it it, it really you know it, and and John Owning has brought it up several times and and rightfully so the team looks bad when they're off schedule and the penalties were part of it, but it wasn't just the penalties. It was also, you know, negative runs and you, you, you know, you can't, this is a team that's supposed to be winning with efficiency and efficiency requires like discipline and, 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 you know, steady play. And early on it was, it was just disjointed. Um, And if you want to call that coaching, or if you want to call that a lack of, uh, 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 of, you know snaps the preseason because of circumstances of injury if you want to call that uh, just bad play by the players it doesn't really matter but I you know for me even in their script you know the scripted plays uh, uh, and then outside of that execution was was poor um, and I think that uh, and I also think the other thing that that is you know execution was poor on both sides of both offenses early on. And I think some of it had to do with, you know, obviously this being the first game, but I also think the weather was a lot crappier than it was easier for us to see uh, on the, on the video. Because, you know, if you were listening to the, the uh, Brad and, and, Brad Sham and Babel Offenberg on the, the Cowboys radio program. Before the game, they were talking about the divots in the field. You were seeing the rain kind of change, you know, heaviness here and there. You know, that all that, you know, combined can lead for some uh, pretty ugly football. And, and unfortunately uh, for the Cowboys, they, uh, they kind of couldn't get out of that funk early on. Uh, and then they were kind of, you know, shooting themselves in the foot a lot, too. Uh, and then I think by the time they started to kind of get things going a little bit, uh, you know, it. They the Panthers then figured out uh that that they just kind of needed to put Quan short on uh, Connor Williams's outside shoulder. And, uh, you know, it's a tough matchup for a rookie playing his first time I, at guard. I, yeah, you know? I don't blame anything on Connor Williams. I, 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 no, I, no, 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 absolutely not. No, no, I'm not trying to he, throw him he, under the bus. He, I think, he, you know, you 20... can watch
1: one of the best three techniques in football. And, and you've got I, a 20 year old I mean, offensive lineman who yeah, is learning no, a new and, position. That's I, and, it, I'm not going to put a lot of blame on Connor Williams. And in this again,
0: game. I, I mean, I think, you know, blame is also another thing that we should just be. Sometimes you just get beat. You know, sometimes sure. and I'm not even talking about by football team versus football team, I mean sometimes, you know, these guys are pros just like yeah. you are. And sometimes that guy just on that snap plays better than you do. So, you know, uh, the problem is is that, you know, you you've got to be able to mitigate that. You've got to be able to uh, get around that and then the Cowboys just weren't executing at a high enough level to do. I mean, you know, Zeke Zeke mi- completely misses on a on a on a Shaq Thom- Thompson, uh, uh, uh
1: blitz yeah, from the I outside. I want to talk about that play though, because completely that's, whiffs. You know, it's that's just a, like that it, was a tough block for him, considering it was a play action and he was on the opposite side. That is, a is a, awful. It still
0: is. It still is assignment though. You it, know, it, like
1: why, it, it is. But that's a you are putting a running back in almost a no win situation there, considering he has the play action duties he has to fulfill first, and then he's got to cross the quarterback's face. And get to the edge on a blitzing linebacker. That's an awfully tough spot to put Zeke in. Okay, but I mean, look, a
0: lot of these guys get put in tough spots, and not by bad coaching, but sometimes by bad luck, by bad, by a uh, good call by the opposite coaching staff. That you know, just was a, an awesome play call with what with what we have called. You know, all those things happen to every single one of these players, uh, but but you know, we don't always. Sprinkle the blame around equally uh, uh to those guys, and Zeke is supposed to be the best player on your team, so uh, if we're going to make excuses for Zeke not being able to execute his block on a key passing you know game while you're trying to drive the ball then I mean you know we should we should probably cut some of these other people some slack too. The point is is that it's not it was not one thing the the entire team looked rusty. And, and 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 the the thing that really probably killed you more than anything is that the guys who really you couldn't afford to be rusty, your offensive line, your your all pro running back, like those those guys were the probably the most rusty
1: of all of them. So I, now I want to talk about the rush real quick because this is not a uncommon thing for this offensive line. We've actually seen in the last couple of years that it usually takes the Cowboys' offensive line two games before they really get in the swing of things. You saw it last year in Denver. They really struggled. Even in that first Giants game, they were okay. The year before that, the, the first Giants game, they struggled. The next game against Washington, they didn't run the ball particularly well. That part doesn't concern me as much. What does concern me is the play calling, and I want to get into a conversation about that uh, because we kind of knew going into this game, and we talked about it on the preview ga- show that this is a really good front seven. This is a front seven that can really clog running lanes. But Don Terry Poe, K1 Short, Luke Keekly, it's going to be awfully tough to run the ball on early downs against this Panther front. But Scott Linehan and Jason Garrett decided that they were going to try to do it anyways on nearly every single first down in the first half, and they got off script what's really quickly. Not, what's nearly ever, everyone? I mean, they do you were have at, the numbers? I think they were at 72% on first down runs. Now, they had a couple drives that I think it was their second drive of the game. They threw the ball to Cole Beasley on a slant, picked up 11 yards, started to move the ball. They had a lot more success throwing the ball early on first downs, but we didn't really see that very often in the first half, and it kind of got them behind on their game script a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't understand. Uh,
0: like, this, this is not... Bad in-game play calling. You just have a problem with the way that they're trying to win
1: games. But, but it's not necessarily that, though. It's this is a strength of the Panthers, their front seven, and they decided to run the ball against that strength, anyways. This they, is the strength of our team. If we
0: can't win running the ball, we can't. We uh, probably can't win. No,
1: no that doesn't. <laughs> like, that, that doesn't mean that they should have been in the run at all. It just means they need to probably be a little bit more. Uh, unpredictable on first downs because Carolina knew every single first down. Well, not every single uh, on most first downs the Cowboys were going to run the ball. They had just one successful run on first down the entire game. So that was one run where they gained at least four yards. That's I don't think that
0: has. I don't think that that has anything to do with them. No, look, uh, it, the Cowboys have had. Uh, it's, been, it's been well documented. <laughs> well documented and well you know commented on that the Cowboys run a lot on first down uh, would you say that they lack success every single game that they that they uh, no, commonly run so then what's the
1: correlation there the problem is this was just such a good run defense that I'm not sure why they decided so to beat their so head against it was the ball. about
0: so that's that's my point is that it was about running against a good defense? Their defense beat our offensive line. Like that's
1: so. This is not a play calling issue. So why not? This, so why not try to? If you know they're good at stopping the run, why not try to get yourself in positive game scripts by throwing the ball early on first down and then running it on second and third down?
0: Because ultimately, you are about running the football. Like you want to win through running but, the football. But so that's you're going to try. Seems
1: stubborn to me though. Well, what you're not going to try to do the thing that you're the best at—that no, no, you think you're the not, best not, at—the league. Not saying it, like, again, it, I'm not saying abandoning the running game altogether, but you can't be that predictable on on such early downs. Now, they were even to the point where they were in second and 17, second and 25, and they were still running the ball. Which to me, I don't understand that at all. They're trying. They're, they're they're playing an efficient game plan. the the The, the idea
0: that they're running the football early and downs is was not the issue. But I understand. I understand that you don't like that and you think that it's making more predictable. And that's that's an argument to be made. I'm not discounting that argument, but I'm just discounting that this is the the problem. I think that you're using this this you know bad performance by this team to bring up Scott Linehan issues, which is fine. I mean, if that's what you want to do, but the the game calling wasn't the reason that that these failures happened on these first down runs they it was happened because they got their butts beat up front and there was tacklers in the uh, there was there was defensive linemen in the in the in the backfield there's no scheme there's no you know there's no pre-snap adjustment done uh, in by the by the Panthers defense that was getting them into the backfield for tackles for loss they weren't like suddenly run blitzing the offensive linemen were getting their Ass handed to them by the defensive line. Quad Short was beating the crap out of out of Zach Martin at times. You know, like you know, guys were getting across Looney's face and getting in the backfield. Uh, people were getting inside of Lale Collins. You know, uh, like there's nothing that that any kind of you know knowledge of where of the fact that they may be running the football. And, and let's be serious: the the fact that they just know that they're running the football does it provide them that much more you know schematic value if they're already aligned to uh, r- stop the run you know what i'm saying like uh, outside of aligning to stop the run which they would have likely been doing on first down anyways there's nothing there's not there's not any extra value to knowing that the run is happening so uh, i i just feel like you're you're, you have issue. I understand that, and I'm not discounting the Scott Linehan's play calling overall. I'm just saying that in this particular game, this is not the this is not what happened. This is not the problem in this particular game, in my eyes. The, the issue is that the offense didn't execute the way they could, the way they they should have, and that you know rolled into a whole other set of problems that eventually led to them. Having to try to play, you know, play play the game close, and then try to spread the team out and and th- and throw that way. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Scott Lineham's play calling is is part of the problem. But like you know, the level of predictability on first down has always been a thing, and they've had success and non success while doing that. Like that's this this is not any different than any uh than other times that they've had issues. The difference is is who was playing on the field and how they were playing
1: all right let's pause and we'll come back and we will talk about Dak Prescott all right I want to spend a couple minutes on Prescott before we move on to the defense uh not one of his better games yesterday he was 19 of 29 for 170 yards no touchdowns no interceptions uh did have the fumble at the end Uh, what did you think of Prescott's day I thought that he
0: definitely was playing better in the second half. Um, but I, I think and I think he was throwing specifically throwing a lot better uh once it seemed to dry up a little bit. Or or at least once they seemed like it seemed like when the when it was coming down and then when it was dry, he was throwing the ball better. But when it was like kind of like misty, I, I, I don't know if he was having trouble like keeping the ball dry because there were times like he was there were times he was making bad decisions he was he wasn't getting the right guy but there were but, but there were also a lot of times when it felt like the ball was coming out of his hand weird um, so I, I think that he, in the second half he seemed to at least have a better grip on the ball and throw and throwing it better um, and, but you know overall I mean he had a rough game and a lot of it a lot of it could be attributed to, to you know having to run around a little bit uh but, I mean, a lot of it also was just missing guys uh you know having to there's so many different times when you know you saw like a guy break open, but at that moment he's having to make an adjustment in the pocket and so he misses it and then the guy and then the defender catches up on on the guy it it just it it looked like he. He was struggling to make throws in a cluttered pocket for, for sure and and I, I and I think that when he I, I wish that there were times when he would have uh, 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 picked it up and just run a little bit more yeah there was
1: there was one play actually it was the last play that they had on offense the the one where he fumbled where Beasley was his primary target, and Beasley was running a slant on the outside and he broke open. But it was almost like Dak was anticipating there being pressure. So he kind of – he started to move in the pocket a little bit and Beasley came open and he was already on to his next read because of you know the pressure. He was looking to find somewhere else to step up. It, it just happened to be one of those days where it, it just didn't seem like he could get into a rhythm at all, whether that's his fault or play calling or whatever. It's a different story. But he just wasn't able to get into a consistent rhythm. You did see – That's the one player that he had a lot of chemistry with was Cole Beasley. Beasley caught seven passes for 73 yards. Uh, I want to say Beasley looked like a much better and complete receiver than we saw last year. So you're hoping that maybe once the offensive line settles down a little bit, maybe once they get into some better game scripts and they stay on track, uh, that that Prescott can improve. Do you think all those things can help him as a quarterback?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think – Having a, a cleaner pocket, having an, more time with his receivers, uh, having you know, uh, all those things are going to help. Are all you worried thi- about Prescott?
1: The... Uh, let me just put it that: way. Are you worried about Prescott long term?
0: I I'm not. I'm I'm not confirmed about Prescott long term. You know, like I I'm I'm still in the learning phase. I, I there's I mean I don't I, I don't know what I'm looking at yet. You know, like I mean, I, that's the thing is that uh, it's. I'm not concerned about. Uh, I'm 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 certainly not ineligible to start feeling concerned about. it. Let's put it that way. Like I okay. I, I definitely could eat good get, get there, but I'm not confident about it or concerned about it at this point. I still I I feel like I still need to see more information. Is where, is where I feel. I still feel okay. like P- Prescott has the t- talent and the ability to, to make it happen for sure. The question is will he, and, and, and I, you know, can he with what we've got? I, that's, what I, that's what I'm not certain of, and I think that's what we still need more information for.
1: And we're going uh, to have a better idea of how Prescott played once the L-22 comes out. Maybe you can see some of the reads and that kind of stuff. Uh, so I'm kind of reserving a little bit of judgment in there until you should uh, be
0: reserving a vast majority of your judgment for the all twenty-two tape because that's I mean, that's much the fun. I know, but I mean the the truth of the matter is everyone everyone listen <laughs> like unless we can see what Prescott was seeing, we don't have any idea what he was doing. You know, John asked me this question yesterday on on the other show, and it was like, what what do you what do you think about Prescott's? You know, and it was a, it was a request from it was a you know a question from a reader, and I was like, "What do you what do you think about the pocket presence of uh, Dak Prescott?" And I'm like, I, "I have no idea what he was looking at." You know, I I I don't I'm not seeing, you know, when he makes a step up into the pocket or a slight adjustment here left here or here or he gets out of the pocket, like I don't know. I, I don't know what he's seeing to make him think. Oh, I'm gonna step here and then make this throw. I don't, you know, I, like all of his decisions are being based on what he's seeing down the field, uh, in a, in a in a place that's that's off camera to me. So, yeah, I, I, that's why I I think everyone kind of just like completely going off of off you know what 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 what's the problem here or what's the problem there? Like, I mean, without without even getting all the information, like that's just that's embarrassing to me That that that's you know like that that's foolish like to, to, to i mean we, we get so little information anyways like why wouldn't we wait for like the most informative set of information which should be hopefully out pretty soon
1: <laughs> do you want to talk about the defense
0: yeah I mean we, can, uh, we, we spent so
1: we spent so long yeah let's well, let's get into it. Uh, I was actually impressed with the defense. I know there's a lot of people out there that were, uh, you know, maybe a little bit upset with their ability to stop the run, specifically Cam Newton on some of those uh, read options. But overall, I thought the defense did its job. Did its job when you go into Carolina and you give up just 16 points, uh, that's pretty impressive. And we talked about this last week how Carolina doesn't have an elite offense but they are one of the more difficult offenses to stop because of all the different things they can do with Newton and McCaffrey uh, and Greg Olson and Devin Funches and so on and so forth. Um, You know, Especially in the second half, I thought this unit uh, played particularly well. They gave up just six total points in the second half. Um, Who do you think had a good game on defense? Just coming to overall general thoughts on uh, the Cowboys' defense in Week 1.
0: I thought that Demarcus Lawrence... (laughs) Looked really good. Um, he, yeah, he's uh, pretty good, right? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a fan.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> Can I give I you that real quick? I thought yeah. Byron, Jones,
1: uh, Byron Jones played a really, really good game, uh, especially the second half. You watch him uh, covering Devin Funches, and we talked about how that matchup makes a lot of sense for Byron because he's, Funches is kind of like a tight end. I, I thought Byron was, was phenomenal on the outside.
0: Yeah, I mean, actually, woozy I thought was was really good as well. I mean, I think both of them played a good game. Woozy had a forced fumble, and um, uh, I think that they ended up recovering. That was that fumble. Mm, that, yep, yeah, on Jarius Wright. Uh, yeah, that they that they. I'm sorry, they being the Panthers ended up re recovering. Right. Um, man, uh, you know, I, I gotta say, like the defensive tackle play, yeah, was way better was way better than I thought it was gonna be. Daniel uh, Ross. Danny Ross and I thought Woods played well as well. Um uh I so I th- think both those I think we saw a couple things from Taco Charlton, you know? Uh I saw uh, uh him he got a tipped pass and then I at least one other pressure. Um you know, uh I think Randy got bumped out pretty early, but he was he was playing well-ish. Uh really the guy that I I mean the only guy that I have concerns for. Uh, and, I, and I'm not quite concerned because I kind of view it as the same thing as Zeke is Sean Lee.
1: Yeah, I agree. He did not have a good game yesterday. He did not have a good
0: game. But I think, you know, I mean, he also didn't play a ton. I'm going to give him the benefit of doubt. I mean, I, I don't, he didn't look lost or slow or any of those things. He just he missed a couple tackles.
1: He looked like he did in the Denver game last year in week two, where he was just yeah. a step slow with everything.
0: Well, but I mean he didn't look like I I felt like he was reading it and getting there okay, but he was not finishing. Like and that's that's where I was seeing the issues with him. For him, him it's probably he you know, he's just... still making plays. Like I mean, you know, he made that tipped pass on, on that diving tip pass, it was really yeah. great and you know, he was getting there and he was seeing it. I just think that, you know, he uh he uh he's not he he's not he needs some more snap. He needed he needed this he needed one more game, I think. Of I snaps agree to to kind of Gets some tackling, and I, but look, I mean, what a what a terribly difficult equation to try to calibrate. <laughs> how, how much do we play Sean Lee so he doesn't get hurt, and right. and but he also gets enough work. That's that's really difficult. Outside of that, I thought uh, uh, Jalen Smith had a pretty good game. There was there was one situation where you know McCaffrey beat him in space, but I mean, good lord, I mean who 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 doesn't lose to McCaffrey right. there? I want to add one uh, more thing
1: about the linebackers. It was interesting yeah. to me how much they rotated because. I didn't think you were going to see Leighton Van Der Esch at all on this game in defense, but they rotated him in in, in in like the third series he was in, and actually he didn't play too bad. Joe Thomas was on the field. Justin March-Lillard was on the field. Uh, they seemed pretty committed to keeping these guys fresh. I mean, there was an entire series where Sean Lee was on the bench, so I just thought that was interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean... I, I, would, I could definitely go without seeing as much Justin March Lillard. I mean, because I thought <laughs> I felt like I saw a couple different plays where he didn't do some good things. It, um, you know, look, and that the, could the, be
1: that could be too because of the heat. It, it was warm down there. The humidity, yeah. humidity was high. These guys aren't in shape yet. I, I kind of don't expect that to be a long term thing. Hey, how about Malik
0: Collins? Yeah, getting in there, getting a sack. I thought he had a couple really good uh, reps. He looked really good. Um, so, uh, you know, I think that there's there's a lot to like on the defensive side, for sure. Um, you know, but I also think that they're not completely all there yet either. You know, I think uh, hopefully we'll get Xavier Woods coming back soon. Uh, you know, we don't really uh, – we haven't really heard anything yet on Randy Gregory, so we don't really know exactly what's happening there yet, but something's going to happen probably. But uh, overall, I think that, you know, this is a group that – can, you know can do some things the offense clearly has got to you know get together get it together I I, I I i am not giving up on this offense i still think the formula that they have is a can be a winning formula is a winning formula but they but the the efficiency side of the offense has got to pick up to match what they've got on the defense and this is you know look this is a really young talented defense this is a good start but this is really just a start. Like, you know, they still got a ways to go from here. They can get better. And, you know, they're still missing guys like David Irving, who could be back in a couple weeks, you know? So we're, you know, we're going to see exactly, this is a, this is a, an inauspicious start, but I mean, to be, to give the only ray of sunshine on this, besides the defense last four times, the Cowboys
1: have gone and one. They've made the playoffs. It's a sweet stat. Uh, (laughs) One more player that I want to, uh, say that I thought played well and that's Kavon Frazier I mean you want him to yep. be a force in the running game and he was uh there was yeah. a couple times where he made a couple plays behind the line of scrimmage uh, I I haven't always been the biggest Kavon Frazier fan but I thought he played really really well uh, especially when you consider him he's being uh he's playing with a a harness on his shoulder yeah uh, kudos to Kavon Frazier um uh, let's finish up with the special teams uh, the big story was Brett Maher missed his oh, one and only dude. field. I know <laughs> one, his one and only field goal attempt from 46 yards. Uh, and as soon as he missed it, the the Twitter replies were out there. Everybody was saying the Cowboys cut Dan Bailey for this and blah 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 blah. Uh, it, it's one kick. I'm not going to re- overreact to one kick. But uh, any thoughts on Brett Maher?
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm sure Dan and Dez were watching the game at home and uh and just having a good old laugh but uh you know yeah it was it it, 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 would, it of course as soon as as soon as he misses it i mean obviously the first thing you think is is you know poor kid and you know G's dan's gloating i mean of course it goes to that i, I, I don't think it, you're right it's one kick uh and i i think you know again this is one of those situations where it, it's hard to prove the other side because you know we 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 don't have the opportunity to put have Dan Bailey go out there and miss a series of kicks and then be in kicker pur- purgatory, you know, like that that's 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 the option not chosen. I mean, you know, we don't know if if that would have happened or not, but that's that is a reality that could have happened that that Cowboys fandom may not ever consider or may not ever realize. So I I just think yeah we're I'm gonna give this kid more than one kick in the rain from 47 yards right
1: a tough week one we will be back tomorrow to kind of go over all of our all 22 notes uh you know ba- do a big breakdown of what we saw on film uh and we'll see if we have any new conclusions after reviewing uh the coaches film but that's it for today's show thank you guys for tuning in make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts follow linden at mccool bcb you can follow the show at Lockdown cowboys And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.